0: Home a wrestling podcast. I am your host, Zach Hilton, and I have a co-host, and it is
1: Jay too sweet me, bro steel.
0: Hmm, too sweet me indeed, my friend. How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. This is not the second or third time that we're doing
0: this. Not we're at all. Down,
1: everybody.
0: Not at First all. Time. Not even not even that. It's not it's not even like a week's worth of trying to record and ending up being like screw it, just put on that Survivor series commentary we recorded.
1: Not at all. Oh, The schedules were totally lined up the whole time, so we haven't been stalling the whole
0: time. Absolutely. You're getting fresh episodes weekly by... Take it home because we are your favorite wrestling podcast. And on tonight's episode, we are going to run down the NXT Takeover Houston. We are going to run down Survivor Series 2017. So let's just go ahead and jump into this bad boy. How about you go ahead and tell us about this uh, lovely thing called uh, NXT Takeover Houston? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah uh, for sure. And, um, you know, we don't have to go through everything, but uh, one thing that I really like. About takeover uh-huh. is that every every match had a um, had a video package, like something um, to tell me what was happening because I don't watch NXT TV hardly anymore, so I, I barely catch it. I
0: kind of um, feel like but, they did that on purpose.
1: I yeah, I think that's a great great idea because you know um, generally I don't think unless the diehard fans are the only ones that are watching that NXT TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. we said that we've said that for a while, which is why. A lot of the times, like, when they call people up, it doesn't always go over how, how we think it will. You know, the hardcore right. fan, yeah, casual fan um, has no idea. So if that casual fan does tune in to watch uh, TakeOver, I, those, those video packages are, are sweet to get caught up with. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Really, I just want to say that, um, like, going into it, um, again because I had no idea the matches besides um, I knew the war games was gonna happen or whatever, but um, Alistair Black and Velveteen Green, um, when I saw that that was gonna be the second match of the night, and I was like, okay, um, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, that video package, the lead up, I was like, okay, they did an awesome job building this match. so um, let's let's see what happens. And those two delivered tenfold, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. Um, that their two styles matched up so well.
0: Absolutely. I think, in in my opinion, it is match of the night, hands down. And, and you're talking about a show that had the War Games and you had the NXT title match that happened. I feel like, like you said, you haven't been watching and I've been watching, I wouldn't say week to week, but I have watched um, an episode probably... I probably watched three episodes of this buildup. And mm-hmm. going into it, uh, Velveteen, I, I wasn't behind it at first because I didn't think he was melding his character with his in-ring style. And I think mm-hmm. he's finally gotten to the point where he's getting the idea of both uh, and melding them. And this match, I haven't felt so, like... Engaged and appear like I, I know Alistair has been somewhere else, uh, and, he, and he's developed his skills. But I feel like Velveteen is a WWE home and grown, and I really loved these two in the ring together. Like they did here and there fancy stuff, they really did good building a story, and I was on the edge of my seat the entire time.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, and I really like um, we were we were texting about um, is the mind games how they both played that um, they played their own mind game to to their opponent, but then they also took their opponent's mind game and tried to play that too. Um right. Velveteen dropped down into the seated position. Um, Alistair did like the crawl the crawl thing. Yeah. Um So um, it was just really really good. And like you said, the last time I saw Velveteen, um, he was still just very. Character-y, um, right. Not in a good way um, So I'm really Like you said Glad that he's kind of Melded um, Where he's supposed to be at I think he's doing a fantastic job um, So if he keeps doing How he's doing it now And just gets better at that um, I, There's no reason why he can't Do big things in, in NXT
0: Yeah man And I love the Like almost homage To like Rick Rude Where he put his face And Alistair on his gear and it just, yeah. it, it just, it felt like a show and like takeovers are their WrestleMania, their Survivor Series, their SummerSlam. So why not go all out for it? And it, I absolutely love the end where Alistair said his name.
1: Yeah, I was, I was just going to say that too. Like the, the whole time, the whole thing, say my name, say my name. Um, and then even though Alistair gets, gets the win and beats him, um, but he still gives him that. Um, that respect, like you know, you brought it, um, like uh, in, in a in a good way of saying like, "Suck my dick, I beat you," right? But, exactly. Uh, good, but but good job, Velveteen Dream. I'll say your name. You yeah, know? So that was kind of. I, I liked
0: that. And and I think, like I said, it was match of the Night. And, you know, kudos sure. to everybody else who was on the card. It's a watchable show. I think it's it's decent. It's not the best takeover I've seen just because, like, they're still rebuilding. And I'm not 100% behind Undisputed. I'm glad uh, Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong and Sanity... Are working up to get higher, but they're just not there yet. I don't, I don't have the same feel with NXT like I did two years ago.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just, um, like you said, it's still rebuilding. Um, I think they're on the right track. They have all the talent in the world to do it. They just need to do it, basically, yeah. is what it comes down to. Um, yeah, the, the War Games match. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just really, really long and drawn out already just from by the time it takes all the all the teams to get in the ring um but then i just feel like there was an extra like after everybody's in the ring there was still like 20 more minutes like i feel like they could have condensed that a little bit because um i mean the the guy that ends up taking who did end up taking the fall anyway i forget
0: i do too like that's why that's what i'm saying it's not memorable enough for me that's what i'm saying
1: well, like you know the the three guys that started, it was probably i think it might have been eric young
0: yeah i think it it's eric young and uh you know adam cole one
1: yeah so i mean like you know it, I, it could have just been condensed down a little bit but you know it's, it wasn't terrible just it was really long for for my liking the only other thing i want to say is again like i haven't really watched nxt tv um i did not see the nxt championship changing hands yeah um, so that was That was a huge surprise to me. I was like, you know, going into that, I was like, okay, well, that's an easy defense uh, for McIntyre. And then all of a sudden uh, he loses. Um, Yeah, I was just, that, that took me, that took me way. Like, I was like, holy shit, I did not see that coming.
0: Yeah, I was I was really shocked that um Alma um, has won just because I feel like they've been building McIntyre as almost the face of NXT at the moment, unless if they're planning to bring him up early. Uh, Drew. But I I was I was shocked, but I think after all the smoke has settled, like probably the right call to put it on yeah. Almas at the at this point. Cause I'm not sure if Adam Cole's going to get the the NXT title push yet. You know, unless uh, you know, they're going to slingshot this title onto like Roddy or something real quick. I don't. I yeah, just well, don't. I,
1: my my thought was um, when that happened, my thought was that uh, Aleister Black might be moving up to to that position.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that's and that's my thing too is. I I would rather wait to Mania for Alistair to get it. I would like a little more building, but yeah. I, I I can completely see them moving Alistair at Rumble. Almez versus him, and you know whatever. But very very watchable show. That's what I'll say. I don't I don't yeah. think it's quite as memorable or like on the level of how some NXT takeovers compared to like the WWE pay-per-views, but I enjoyed watching it.
1: Yeah. I, I enjoyed watching it as well. Um, like you said, it wasn't spectacular. Um, they did um, put on a good show. It just, um, yeah, I mean, we couldn't, we both can't even remember who finished, who took the fall in, in the war games. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, it's, it was okay. And there was a lot going on, um, but nothing like, Oh my God. Um, you know, if you don't watch it, okay. Okay. But you,
0: and it's it's a good show to watch. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Absolutely. All right. So from there, let's just go and jump into the, the show we're going to talk about, which is the Survivor Series.
1: The Survivor um, Series.
0: Yeah, that's right. 2017. Um, did you watch the pre-show by any chance? I did not. Okay. I'm just going to say this. This is the first time that I've watched uh, a show from like straight up the beginning all the way through. So I watched all five uh, hours of this damn show.
1: Oh, my God. I I just gave him. uh,
0: I I, bless my heart indeed. But I will say this. I will say this. I'm not going to review each match, but the three pre-show matches were all watchable fun. And it was the first time that I've been involved in a pre-show where I felt like that was worth watching. Okay. Because you get um, Elias defeating Matt Hardy, which was cute. Enzo Amore uh retaining his Cruiserweight championship against Kalisto, cute. And then then the the main event of the pre-show, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh taking on Breezango and beating them. And I just I thought it was cool that Breezango got TV wrestling time. And before the match like there was a promo uh between Kevin and Sami where it was like You know, bitching about Shane and SmackDown, which will lead on to later. So I like that, you know, the pre-show meant something that will happen in the main show.
1: Well, that's um, because I didn't watch the the pre-show. So that knowing what happens in the main like that, that makes it ties things together. So that's pretty cool. Right. That's good that they had something that made made sense and played into the story
0: absolutely that's the word of the day take your shot if you hear. absolutely okay uh the first match on the main card is the shield dean ambrose roman reigns and seth rollins defeating the new day of biggie kofi kingston and xavier woods and dude like yet again the new day practically having a show-stealing match
1: yeah they're um what's that now the third third or fourth time now that they've kicked off a pay-per-view yeah. whether whether it be pre-show or um um well actually since mania, right? I mean they were would on the say so. there.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, the well, sorry, mania. SummerSlam, SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam, that's what you're thinking.
1: My bad, my bad. Since SummerSlam, so yeah. Since SummerSlam. They um, they've the team uh to kick off uh, a pay-per-view. Uh, really, I mean they've earned that spot. Like they have killed it every single time yeah um the first couple times the usos and now with a totally different team and i if my memory serves me correct had they haven't faced each other these teams before correct
0: right this is their first yeah. time facing each other
1: and i mean to have an awesome awesome match um never facing each other before i mean you know everybody was pretty much uh nxt together yeah. besides um besides kofi but even still like um awesome chemistry between the team itself and then the opponents um the shield and new day i think tore it up in that that first match
0: i mean they had to prove that i mean like new day is entertaining and i do feel like they have great match quality but when you think of the shield they're very main event and they're all full of former wwe champions so I think this match did a good job of making the New Day look strong and able to compete with the Shield. So they just had some good, like, really good tag team moves going through this, some what-the-fuck moments, and then ending it with that d- triple powerbomb off the middle rope off. was just yeah. awesome. I just think I think it was a great way to kick off this show because, like, like I said i watched the pre-show so them doing all those high stake moves makes sense because i'm already this is the fourth match of the night in my eyes and i felt like everything flowed well so this is almost almost practically a show stealer for me
1: yeah and like you said um you know they're the new day i mean multi time taking champions but they're facing three former wwe champions so like really if, if we look at the story of it they, new day just got caught really so right. they don't look bad they didn't get buried or whatever like they they look strong and then they just got caught by basically uh veterans that are better than them yes sir. And, and that, you know.
0: uh, so, all right yeah well that will give uh raw one to nothing so far in the contest and by the way quick quick thing on this I like that the pre-show didn't have any SmackDown versus Raw, kept it to you know Raw versus Raw, SmackDown versus SmackDown, and they mm-hmm. kept it you know just the main show would be the competition. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to our next match: Team Raw, which is Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Bayley, Asuka, and Nia Jax, defeating SmackDowns Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina. Um, mm-hmm. the match is okay. I I more so remember and like the booking of Oscar in this, where she's the she's the final one, and I think she versed two women or three. Uh, once everybody got eliminated. Yeah. Uh, so I I fast forward
1: through this one. Uh, okay. Just going to the end. Okay. Um, yeah, because I yeah.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, the match isn't bad. Um, it, it was a lot. It was watchable. Unlike, you know, some some of these multi-person matches that I've seen before. Um, but if I'm right, Asuka faced off with three women by the end of it and eliminated all of them to win. And let me tell you, that needed to happen because Asuka coming in hasn't been as strong as she looked in NXT. And if we're going forward with her looking like the bad mamma jamma that she is on this uh, roster... It was to me the right call to have her just beat all dead ass.
1: Yeah, I like I said. I went to the end, so I did see how Oscar. I think she. I think it, you're right. It was three people that she took out. Um, so I was really happy to see that because yeah, like you said, um, even on TV, like um, yeah, she's she's one on TV, but she's um facing nobodies that she should have been killing in like thirty seconds in my view. Right.
0: right. Uh, so and they
1: haven't they haven't booked it like that. So um, I was happy to see the how she was the sole survivor for, for Raw. So that was really cool.
0: Absolutely. Take a shot. Um, then from that match, we go to United States champion Baron Corbin facing off with The Miz, the Intercontinental champion. Baron Corbin gets the win. I think Baron needed the win in this match more than The Miz because to me, The Miz is... Just rising in the ranks, like I'm telling you, he's like right there to be a main eventer. And he at that point of like where you know, like John Cena doesn't need the loss like or need the win. Yep. Like Miz is at that level to me, um, where if he loses, it doesn't make him look bad, especially the next night when he cuts a promo and just like makes himself look good again. Um, yeah, exactly. Ma- match he, is watchable. He Go ahead. go ahead No, you go You go, baby uh, I was,
1: no, was going to say You go ahead Because I didn't watch the match So
0: <laughs> Hey, hey Jay Steele Did you watch anything?
1: Yeah I watched The Shield vs. New Day Okay I watched Elected Bliss vs. Charlotte Okay I watched Brock vs. AJ And I watched the main event
0: Okay, well Cool deal So did you Did So I'm guessing You didn't see The Usos Facing off With uh, Sheamus and Cesaro Then
1: I, I just went to the finish of you
0: those son matches. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well I'll review it. Um, but just like Baron and Miz, the Usos facing off with Sheamus and Cesaro already had kind of a weird taste in my mouth because both matches are heels versus heels. And mm-hmm. you yeah. know, I'll, I'll I'll give my final review of the show and tag on to this. But the matches again. Watchable. It's good. It's like a three star match, but like you have to suspend your, you know, I I don't like bad guys, so you have to suspend that to root for somebody in the match, and that's hard to do when it's bad guy versus bad guy. It's easier right. with face versus face, but it I, I don't know. It's just it's just so hard to get behind these kind of things, you know. Um. Yeah, for sure. So, from there, you said you did watch Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss? I did, yes. Okay, cool. Um, Just so so we have a count here, um, I believe it was the Usos winning um, their match with Cesaro and Sheamus. And then, before that, it was Baron Corbin, so then it was 2-2. At this point. Correct. Yeah. All right. So then we go on to Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss, which was a good match. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was very solid. It was a face verse heel. They did some good promo work, uh, before the show. Uh, I know you didn't watch the pre-show, but they did a good, like co-interview kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Charlotte gets the, uh, victory. Uh, get SmackDown down to three to two At this point where were your thoughts during this One
1: um, I really liked um, well first Of all I, I really liked this matchup other than what It was going to be Natalia versus Alexa Bliss Yeah um, we, we both we both talked About that before like that was not going to be cool So um, I was glad To see this matchup and I really think um, In this match Charlotte Did a really good job um, I Hope that maybe she's starting to catch on to it Of how to actually be a baby face Right um I really liked um, just what she did as far as her her fire was there. Um, She's always had that, but it's it actually like babyface fire, not just because she can do all these things. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then uh, the way that she uh, w- would sell everything that Alexa was giving her, even though Alexa is, you know, smaller than her, but – um, so I, re- I just really liked uh, how Charlotte um, played that babyface role. And even my honest high point of of the match was that Charlotte didn't do the moon to the outside. She actually did the moon where it made sense to in the ring trying yep. to get the win. Yep. Um, I mean, she missed it, but um, uh, or she got the knees or whatever it was. Yep. Uh, yeah. But that that was honestly, I was like, holy shit, maybe she's fucking catching on to it. Like, why would you do a moon to the outside? Wouldn't you could get the win inside the ring, you know? Yeah,
0: there's no reason to kill your body every single time. Like right. especially when, you know, like you just said, it doesn't make sense. Sure, if it's a last woman standing match, do it. Who gives a crap? But yeah. if it yeah. doesn't make sense, don't do it. Um, so I was
1: I was really happy with this match, and I think both yeah. those both those girls uh, did did a great
0: job. Absolutely, take a shot. Um, then we go on to the big match in my eyes, which was universal champion Brock Lesnar Mm -hmm. taking on WWE champion AJ Styles. Give me them thoughts. Give me them.
1: I mean, I, so I really, I really enjoyed watching these two. Um, and then one of the points too, and, and I'll kind of backtrack on this when I say it, but so Brock looked very sloppy in this match oh, yeah it makes sense because Brock is not a wrestler Brock is a special attraction like we've said many times mm-hmm. Brock is also a former UFC champion so that makes it very legitimate that it looks sloppy because we're so used to the art of professional wrestling so yeah. it's something doesn't look as uh, fancy as we're normally seeing. We're like, oh, that looks sloppy. But yeah. so in that sense, it was to what we're used to seeing. But that's also Brock. And that's what makes him so legitimate. Um, at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God. AJ Strug is probably like, fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break.
0: Yeah. Like, like, I I completely get what you're saying, where Brock doesn't do this often. He's more of a fighter than a pro wrestler. Um, so, yeah, he's going to, he's going to do this, um, this way. This is my match of the night because leading up to this, it was originally Gender Mahal versus Brock Lesnar, which,
1: oh my God.
0: Can what you is, even I'm imagine? So,
1: yeah, I'm, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but I'm, we're so glad that this match ended up happening other than Gender and fucking Brock.
0: Right. So... That being said, you know, they decided to pull the trigger and give us a match that we really want to see. And I absolutely love this match. It's the best Brock match in two years, I'd say. Um, Yeah,
1: I agree with that, for sure.
0: The only gripe, if I have any, is that I felt Brock gave way too much offense at the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just because like AJ pulled off some amazing stuff later on and and at the beginning when he's just taking all this all these bumps I was just like I don't know if AJ's going the last and then he's pulling out his miracle work and maybe that's more so just to show you how much of a fighter AJ is which I'll I'll go with that it just it just felt a little too dominating at the beginning and then became very AJ was dominating but like I said it's fun watching Brock matches because they're not your standard match. Then with AJ being able to do what AJ does like that, uh, his Pele cake while Brock was still on his knees. I was like, that's, that's exactly what I needed this match to be. Just pulling mm. his shit out when he needs to. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. I completely understand Brock Lesnar getting the W in this and pulling, um, uh, uh, back to three to three for uh Raw versus SmackDown, and and it was just everything I needed. Plus, it was the first Brock match in I would say a year that has been longer than seven minutes.
1: Yeah, and even still, with with Brock getting the win, but um the great the great selling that Brock did with that calf crusher. Um, right. Like puts, puts AJ at a higher level just from doing that because you took Brock Lesnar and like you made him look like he was gonna cry. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, it's that's um, that's a win in itself for for AJ, and especially because he's the smaller guy by about goddamn almost 150 pounds, probably. Right. Right. Maybe not not 150 feet, but you know what I mean. Absolutely. He's <laughs> probably two two ish, so probably about 70 pounds. I'd say. Yeah.
0: All right, so then we go on to the main event of the evening. It's 3-3, Raw versus SmackDown, and we get another Survivor Series tag match. It's Team Raw, led by Kurt Angle, uh, followed by Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H, versus Team SmackDown, which is led by Shane McMahon, with Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. Um, Give it to me. like. Honestly, I didn't even realize until the day of the show after reading all those names like that's that's what it is.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, my my first thought with that is that um, and kind of with the the gender AJ title change as well. Um, you think that they really needed to sell a whole bunch of tickets. So they right. put a lot of names on this on this show because there wasn't going to be a whole bunch of names on this show.
0: Right. Right. You know what I mean? yeah so
1: but but, um yeah anyway um so going into that you know because when i realized that when you just read all those names and i see all those guys standing in the ring i'm thinking to myself like you know usually in a in a survivor series elimination match you can kind of pick like okay well he's probably gonna be the first eliminated these probably these ones are probably going to be the the last ones of of the team and then maybe this one or this one is gonna end up with the win um but with this walking into it i had i was so glad to be like i have no idea how this is gonna go because you have all these multi-time world champions on one side and you know um hall of famers on the other side yeah how is this gonna go down you know yeah um so it was really cool um to see those to see triple h locking up with like shinsuke nakamura was super cool oh yeah um the, uh, man, what else am I missing? I'm trying trying to remember that. Oh, Bobby Roode and Triple
0: H. Bobby Roode. Really cool. Yeah. It, like just so, because like these guys are Triple H's guys, like he brought them yeah. in and to actually see them all kind of lock horns a little bit and get in there and play a little while. Like it's just fun seeing, Seeing this because you you don't get this all the time. I really don't know if we'll ever get Shinsuke versus Triple H one-on-one or Bobby Roode and Triple H one-on-one. But the fact that we got it here was kind of fun. Um, yeah, really,
1: really. I think the match um, is
0: solid. I, I do. I think the match is solid. I don't know if I agree with all the booking decisions of where eliminations are. I did like that John Cena wasn't in the end because just because he wasn't there for the build and yeah. like you know he is a strong hand for smackdown but i don't i also don't know if shane should have been the last guy just because yeah in my mind now i'm just like okay well he's the face of smackdown go ahead and put the title on him because yeah, like, right. he outlasted yeah. all professional wrestlers <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that's, and that's
1: yeah, it, it, that was really weird. Um, I again going back to the Owens and Sammy thing. I get where that was coming from, right. um, but I feel like that could also have been done. Uh, I mean, they they did have a whole lot of things going on with Triple H and uh, you know ped, giving the pedigree to Kurt and you know trying to turn on um, Braun, that kind of stuff. Um, so there's right. a lot of stuff going on. So I, I I see why they did that, but again, with you, um, they could they have thought of another way to get around that. He probably could have right. um because yeah you're right i mean shane outlasted 16 time world champion john cena and 14 right. time champion randy orton and like wow he's okay so let's just give shane let's uh have him win and lose 17 times in a row so that way he can be the all-time leader of world champion
0: yeah it's just it's just so weird it's so weird like i had fun with the match but when you look at the booking afterwards of the match, it's, it's weird. Like I understand yeah. triple H pedigree and Kurt and then getting them pinned and then, you know, Braun being there and Shane still losing and Braun looks like a monster still. I like, I get those things. It's just everything in between to get there. I question, yeah. um, but absolutely fun match in my mind. And yeah, it was, and
1: it was, it was good to watch. Like it that long of a match was more enjoyable to watch For me than the War Games match I'll be honest, I'm yeah. throwing it out there
0: Yeah, no, like, I, I agree, 100% you know? um,
1: Here's here's my question to you
0: Okay, give it to um,
1: me more, I guess more of a statement, but I guess it could be a question too So, I'm watching this And they're telling me um, You know, it's the battle for brand supremacy It's the one time of the year That Raw faces Smackdown um, And they're showing me the scores And stuff like that Um, And Raw wins four to three. They're okay. Cool. Raw wins. But what are the stakes?
0: There's Uh, no stake. The only stake is to forever know that Raw is the A show. That's the stake. Like it's that. Yeah. No, it is dumb. It's dumb. The fact that they fed us for so long that Raw is the, the great A show that they literally had to do it. But I will be honest I hate the circumstances And I feel like this is done a lot Where we get into These Raw versus Smackdown situations And then Smackdown will win But after the fact Raw always still is called The A show I'm, do- sure. I'm done with the A and B show Taglines It's, it's yeah. stupid because if you keep doing that Then people are just going to look at Smackdown As a B show and not have to watch it Yeah, Like you well, should, sure. you should Treat your shows equal
1: Agreed. So my thought, and I thought it would have been perfect, especially coming around the new year now. Like it's a simple stakes on the line of whoever wins in these head-to-head matches gets the number one draft pick for the next draft.
0: Yeah, or or Raw gets um, the for the number thirty spot, and SmackDown yeah. gets the number one spot.
1: Yeah, something, something were, would have just made it uh, to me watching, like there's actually something on the line. Yeah, like you said, I already yeah. knew what it was going to be. Like, oh, yeah, well, they're the a show, so They're always going to be the a show, so yeah. They have
0: to win Yeah, and it's, uh, and it's, it's easy to put it the there. Yeah, I feel like, uh, for me, the Royal Rumble idea is so fun because then when once Raw knows they're number 30, then all the competitors on Raw are trying to get that 30 spot. Yep. And then yep. on SmackDown, yeah, we have the number one spot. And then people are like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Like, uh, oh, I...
1: Can, or, or somebody's going to step up as, yeah, I Right, I do I'll this. take that, that
0: spot. Exactly. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, it is what it is. All right, grade you, the show for other, me. Uh,
1: what's that?
0: Grade the show for me. One to ten, what do you uh, give it? Survivor
1: Series, I'm going to give, uh, since I only, okay, yeah, So I uh, skipped, I skipped the matches that I was just for sure yeah. into that I wanted to see, so I didn't see the whole show. That happens. Show. It um, happens. But even for
0: that, I'm going to say um, it was solid. I'll go 7.5. Okay. Okay. That's cool. I'm actually, I'm going to go higher. I can't believe I'm saying this, um, especially with a couple of weeks ago what I was told. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.2 mm-hmm. um, because I enjoyed it. But I'm going to save a conversation for next week that I want to have with you. And it's basically breaking down Survivor Series and it's Uh build. And because I'll be honest, if this was the show they gave me from the start and I had a good build with it, this show could have been a nine, 9.5 in my mind, like just Uh perfect. But I feel like there's some booking situations that need to be talked about because the way i feel treated as a fan and especially with what i think is going to happen even tonight i feel kind of robbed and raped yeah raped hard word uh, <laughs> um Absolutely. but but you'll see you'll yeah. see what i'm saying uh next week when we have this conversation
1: no, yeah, for sure, because yeah, the, the whole entire build was, was wonky, so I'll save yeah. my comments and remarks for that conversation next week, but I'm on, I'm on yeah. the same, same path, same page. Like, there's, yeah, there's some stuff to talk about.
0: Awesome. Well, Jay, thank you for joining me on this uh, on this uh, Take It Home edition of Survivor Series. Anything you want to plug before we go?
1: Uh, I don't have any shows coming up, uh, but, again, hey, it's the holiday season. Avoid uh, gaining all that holiday weight. I can train you in person, I can train you online, I can train you uh, via Skype, via phone call, whatever the case might be. Uh, you can look me up on Facebook, Hard Work Works Fitness. Uh, yeah, let me uh, let me help you,
0: baby. Awesome. Awesome. And if you want to listen to previous episodes, go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes. It's the Podcasting Couch. And uh, we got Twitter. It's Take It Home. 757 whatever or take it home pod whatever I don't give a shit (laughs) I really do I don't there's other shows there's other shows I have a Zach to the future YouTube show Uh, I reviewed Justice League this week I'm going to uh, rank my favorite uh, superhero movies or just rank the superhero movies this year so be on the lookout for that and uh, yeah we'll see you next time so go ahead and take us out mother sucker Cool.
1: Give us that Iggy, baby. Squeeze it nice and tight. We'll see you next week. Oh yeah.